Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Electric Leftovers. My name is Jason. This is episode 331. Everybody's favorite episode. Um, it's the one that has the most threes in it, except for, like, the next two episodes. That one's going to have more. And three, it's a magic number, if you remember your schoolhouse rock. Anyway, welcome to the show. How's it going? Um... Your old pal Jason, he's tired. It's been, it's been a long goddamn week. You know what I'm saying? It's been a long goddamn week. And, uh, all, all my bits, they're just, ugh. And, and mentally, emotionally, spiritually, ugh. It's, it's like everything that could go wrong does. We're gonna real quick, um, not not dwell on it, mind, but I'm gonna bring it up uh, because it's it's still important. It's still a thing. Uh, that that row thing still still kind of an issue that needs dealt with. Um, and there's been a lot of naysaying, like it won't be that bad. You guys are just you know you're 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 out there, you're you're doing the thing. There's a term for it, but I'm too tired to care what it is right now. And, um, you know, be noticed to many, uh, not noticed to all, but be noticed to many. Uh, a lot of states have what they're calling trigger bans, which means as soon as a verdict, a decision is reached um, and it is announced, though I'm sure they're going to try and find some way to, like, retroactive that, um, uh, a lot of states are going to be like, okay, well, now you can't do this, 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 and this. And uh, some places, I believe Florida is one. It's, if it's if it's run by an asshole, you know, your, your Floridas, your Texases, your Tennessees, your Marsha Blackburns, etc., etc. <clears throat> Ron DeSantis, you know, you know, those fine people. Um... I, there's, there are laws on the books right now that if, if this thing goes through and you are a woman and you have a miscarriage, you go into jail. That's manslaughter, according to these rules. If uh, there's a dude in Arizona who wants to make uh, condoms illegal and Marsha Blackburn... Marsha, we need a wall on the southern border of Tennessee to keep out the Mexicans. Blackburn, I'm going to let you get a map and look up where Tennessee is on the map, okay? You do that on your own time. Um, she thinks that uh, birth control should only be allowed for uh, married couples. So yeah, just uh, not sending their best and brightest, I think is, is a fair fair statement to make. Um, yeah, it's, and, and a lot of states have a lot of really, really shitty things in the works if this falls, falls the way it's expected to, and, uh, well, that's just bad, you know, it's just bad. Um, 
talked about our good buddy Elon. Elon looks like he has for sure bought Twitter. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, he said he would let uh, the former guy back on Twitter. And we all, I think, are mostly familiar with the record of his tweets and um, what led him to get banned from Twitter. Uh, I'm I'm in Twitter jail right now because I said I wanted to slap Joe Manchin in his weaselly little face. And uh, that was worth 12 hours. I'm benched. Got sent to the principal's office. But uh, good old Donnie T. Donnie T, who we just learned, wanted to sneakily fire Patriot missiles into Mexico to kill the drug dealers. Um, he can come back. There's That's a real thing. And we're going to talk about that briefly. This is going to be a long intro. I'm tired, but I don't care. I want to talk about it. Donnie T. Donnie T, who said that, you know, if America could attack Russia if we just painted our jets to look like Chinese jets. That was another of his brilliant ideas. He wanted to fire Patriot missiles into Mexico, sneakily, because no one would know it was us. Because nobody has Patriot missiles but us. Uh, uh, Commander-in-Chief of the Armed Forces, Donald Trump, wanted wanted to fire Patriot missiles, which, by the way, are ground-to-air missiles. Uh, they, they go from the ground into the air, and they blow the thing up in the air which is not where the drug dealers are. Um, so many things. So many things. Yeah, he can come back on Twitter, but I'm in Twitter jail because Joe Manchin deserves to be slapped in his face. Somebody, can we... Can we uh, confiscate his houseboat? His almost heaven houseboat? Guys, just a piece of garbage. Um, but speaking of our good buddy Elon... Uh, he, this is, this is, uh, from, who reported this? The AP? I think this is the AP. I may be wrong. Uh, Charles Kreitz. Oh, no. Fox News. Oh, boy. Uh, Elon Musk, quote, appeared to fire back Wednesday at proverbial fake news and attacks on him from the press, sharing an adjusted version of a popular meme featuring the human brain. Musk has been the target of criticism largely from left-leaning outlets in the week since he announced his bid to buy Twitter for about $44 billion to bring the social media platform more in line with free speech, free speech principles. Uh, again, this is coming from Fox News, who also don't understand how free speech works. Earlier Wednesday, Musk shared the enlightened brain meme featuring three levels of proverbial enlightenment through uh, increasing neural firings, publishing factual, accurate news, read the caption on the first average brain level, Publishing articles that use clickbait and out-of-context quotes, read the second. Publishing articles that are inaccurate, slanderous, and include at least one accusation of being a Nazi, read the final. Um, last week, Time, New York Times published a story about Musk suffering in South Africa, describing the nation he left as one rife with information and white privilege. Uh, the article claimed must have been insulated from the harsh reality of the apartheid system growing up in suburban Johannesburg, quote, where black people were rarely seen other than in service of white families living in palatial homes. Which, you know, something to that. Anyway, we're going to put that away. Um, you know, just you, uh, you needed to know. There was stuff you needed to know. So, let's, here's some music. 
The Metroid fan game Nintendo doesn't want you to see. Well, that's at least what I said the back of the box should say. This is AM2R Return of Samus. AM2R stands for another Metroid 2 remake. It's a platformer adventure thingy for Windows developed by Dr. M64 and published by him, released in 2016. Uh, it's basically Metroid 2 with a bunch of crap that doesn't belong in Metroid 2 jammed into Metroid 2 with a 32-bit graphic kind of thing going on. Doesn't look particularly bad, doesn't sound particularly bad, but this suffers from something I see a lot of fan games uh, run into, which is, I'm gonna make a Metroid 2 game, it's gonna be great. Um, and then you just cram a bunch of crap from other games into it, which tells me you didn't want to make a Metroid 2 game, you wanted to make your own game, but coming up with ideas is hard. So uh, here's some really uh, solidly established ideas, and you just wish it had things from over here that didn't exist at the time, and you just want to cram them together. So that's that. Uh, I played it. It's fine. Um, it it was. I think it got like a cease and desist thing, which is where the the Nintendo doesn't want you to see. Turns out at the same time they were working on their own Metroid 2 remake, which is kind of garbage. So. Yeah. I don't know, everybody's so like, we can't make new games, that's hard. I mean, no. what if nobody buys our new game? And then what happens? Metroid Dread, big hit. Wow, look at you guys, aren't you special? Guess we'll read some reviews. Let me close some tabs here. Okay. Reviews. Oh, there's so there's not not a green not a green box in sight. 
<clears throat> if you haven't seen the GameFAQs ranking system, anywhere from like one, uh, zero, one, two, or three is a red box. Four, five, and six is a yellow box. Maybe seven, eight, nine, and ten are green boxes. There's not a green box in sight. Um, and I think rightly so. This one's going to be hard because, uh, you know, <laughs> I, um, I like to try and find reviews I don't agree with to read for the show because it makes it more fun to pick them apart. But I think I, I agree with everybody. Uh, guaranteed to bore you to kingdom come. Aliens take over humans, predators get mad, predators take over aliens, humans take over predators. That one is from Dog, he gave it a four. Evil says Caxit Darkfire, who gave it a two. Uh, we're gonna read this one. We'll read that one, I guess, since it. Eh. 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 Magic Monkey 75 in 2002 says, Happy hunting for anything but this game. Okay, I loved the original Predator movie, and the second one wasn't that bad. So when I heard there was going to be an SNES title based one, The Predator and Alien, uh, parenthesis, another series I'm nuts about, parenthesis, franchises, comma, I was excited, period. <coughs> Being a fan of Final Fight type beat 'em up games, it seemed like a formula that you couldn't possibly go wrong with. He's never played a Final Fight type beat 'em up game. It turned out, sadly enough, that I was wrong, and they did go wrong with it. The result is a game with a winning concept, is it, but difficult and repetitive gameplay and some okay graphics. Story six, I'll give the designers credit. The story idea could have been a pretty good one. Those two things don't uh, work together. The trouble is the way it's presented throughout the game gives you... Yeah, no, there's no punctuation there. Let me start that sentence over. The trouble is the way it's presented throughout the game gives you the sense that from level to level, the designers really didn't know where they wanted the game to go next. Just when you think it's almost over, another level pops up, leaving you wondering if this hunt is really just an intergalactic wild goose chase. It, it's not. You never leave the planet. Well, except for, like, the last stage. So it's not intergalactic. It's not even interplanetary. You go to space in the same way that um, Jeff Bezos went to space. Gameplay, 3 out of 10. This game suffers from a lack of variety in your available attacks, as well as a very minimal cache of weapons at your disposal. Oh, like Final Fight. With little more than straightforward punching jump kicks and some in-close punching moves, it makes you wonder why it was you thought the Predators were so tough to begin with. So let's just recap. Your moves are punching, jumping, kicking, and punching closer. The other problem is the little shoulder-mounted laser cannon you're equipped with. It timed correctly, you can beat the whole flipping game without ever laying a hand on the aliens just by blasting them repeatedly. And that's just not right. And to make matters worse, if you do rely on your hand-to-hand -hand combat moves, the aliens frequently get in cheap hits and knock you down repeatedly without a chance for you to retaliate. This, in my opinion, is not good gameplay. Graphics, 7 out of 10. The graphics are pretty good in this game. Most of the bosses look pretty cool, too. <laughs> oh, they don't. Uh, unfortunately, the backgrounds can be repetitive at time, and many are flat and uninspired. So are the foregrounds. 
and the sprites. Still, the look of the game lends itself well enough toward giving you the feeling of being in the Alien Predator universe. Too bad graphics alone don't make a game. What is the Alien Predator universe? That's our universe, isn't it? Isn't it supposed to be like five years ago? I don't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen Alien. Aliens, Alien 3, and um, probably even longer since I've seen Predator. Anyway, sound, 3 out of 10. Not so great. The music isn't too bad. You guys heard the music. Would you say it wasn't too bad? But it gets repetitive after a while. The punching sound effects and alien screeches are annoying and can really get to you after a while. Overall, this game was a big disappointment. Hopefully you borrowed or rented it. If not, you could always sell it back to cut at least some of your losses. Or you could sell it to that kid who convinced you to buy Bayou Billy. Shots fired. Uh, convinced you to buy Bayou Billy from him all those years ago. Bayou Billy is better than this game. Uh, what's your name? Magic Magic Carp? Magic Monkey 75. He gave it a three. Bayou Billy is better than this game. Xander to Faith, one brief year later, says, No frills cash in on a good license. This game is one of the many Super Nintendo caching games that is average in every way. When my dad brought this game home eight years ago, yeah, it's pretty close. I thought this game would be amazing because of the fact I could be a predator killing aliens. Ten minutes into the game, I was bored and ready to move on to Super Metroid again. You are predator-killing aliens in that game. This game is an average beat-em-up like almost every Super Nintendo game movie cash-in. You know, like Warlock. Remember that one? No? Good. If you want a good Aliens vs. Predator game, play the FPS on the computer and leave this game in the corner to collect dust. Graphics? 7. The game has some fairly decent graphics and animations. The movement of the aliens is cool because they run to you on all four hands and legs and then stand be uh, stand up to attack. All four hands and legs. They have eight arms. Eight total appendages. The Predator looks fairly decent, but the problem is the Predator only punches and kicks, which gets really boring to look at quick. The backgrounds also have a good amount of detail and look like many of the movie locations. The graphics are solid and help you tread through this average game. I don't know if the movie had been out yet. This game came out in 93. I think there was an Alien vs. Predator movie, but that was like 2000-ish. I think there was a comic maybe this was based on? I don't know. I really don't care. Sound 5. Average punching and kicking noises and average music. I really wished they had used some of the movie themes to give the game more of an atmosphere. Which movie? Alien or Predator? Control 5, average fighting. I seem to use average a lot with this game. Controls, um, average fighting, parenthesis. I seem to use average a lot with this game, parenthesis. Controls with no innovative ideas. All you do is punch, kick, and every once in a while hit the alien with your pole to kill them. You remember the pole. I wish they had implemented more of the Predator's weapons from the movies and visibility, heat-seeking blades, a capture cable, etc. to make the fighting more fun. Uh, invisibility is in the game. It sucks. There's little, like, shooty discs. They... Well, honestly, the weapons you pick up on the ground probably the only saving grace about the combat in this game because they actually do damage, but they're uh, limited, so... Story 1. What story? The only story I could guess is the Predator went to the ship to check out a disturbance, but since the game doesn't tell you that, there isn't a story. 
They should have made some reason why the Predator is killing the aliens other than just to kill them. No, that's what the Predator does. <laughs> that's the whole thing. And the story's in the game. I'm almost positive. There's an opening cutscene. 99% positive, And it tells you what's going on. Lifespan, three, why that's one in Predator years. Three difficulty modes, one hour of play on easy, add an hour for each difficulty mode? You could play this game for three hours? One hour is too long. No extras, nothing more to say. Like I said before, if you want a good Aliens vs. Predator game, buy the PC game. Sell this game and laugh at the poor sucker who bought it because they will be just as bored as you were when you played the game. Xander Two-Faith gave it a 5. Um, I disagree with Xander that it's worth a 5. Um, it's got a 2, a 4, a 3, a 2, and a 4 for the full reviews. Quick reviews, 3, 3, 3, 5, and 4. Uh, this game for me gets a solid three for a couple of reasons. Number one, the story's kind of dumb. We heard it last time, but if you don't remember it, uh, aliens showed up, people sent out a distress signal, the predator caught it, thought, oh, this will be fun, and then goes to fight the aliens. That's, that's your story. Predator was bored. Um, the graphics are terrible. The music is terrible. The gameplay is terrible. There is no saving grace, really, with this game. Nothing about it is fun. And... Yeah, I I just was so ready to be done with it by the end of it. It is so bad. It is so bad. Don't... That guy who said Bayou Billy, go play Bayou Billy. It's better than this. I said that before. I don't care I'm saying it.
after that stunning bit of music and a stunning bit of a, what did we do, reviews before that, it's news time. Our lead story, they're loving it. Rob and Grace Jones wanted to replace a built-in toilet paper holder in their home in Crystal Lakes, Illinois on April 16th, which required them to cut into the wall of their bathroom, NBC New York reported. That's when they came across a most unusual find. A towel containing two McDonald's hamburger wrappers and a full order of french fries inside. Vintage 1959. We were expecting the worst, Grace said. I was shielding my kids in case there was any dried blood. More like dried ketchup. Not a cold case, just some cold fries, she said. They were uh, very well preserved. Must not be many mice in Crystal Lake. NBC New York. We call that a slow news day. And, and look, Grace, you're not funny. Shut up. Questionable judgment. An American family returning to the United States from a trip to Israel on April 28th set off a chaotic bomb scare at Ben Gurion International Airport near Tel Aviv when they tried to take an unexploded artillery shell through a security check. This is from the BBC. They had found the shell in the Golan Heights and picked it up as a souvenir. At the airport, a family member pulled it from a backpack and asked if it could be put in a suitcase. The security official called for her immediate area to be cleared, but someone misheard her and panic ensued. The family members were later questioned and allowed to board their flight. Where is the unexploded munition? I bet they didn't get to take it home. Jesus Christ. These are my people. These are Americans. Feel free. Uh, just drop them in the ocean, please. We don't want them here anymore. That's why we sent them to you. Stories of that's one way to do it, as his United Airlines flight taxied to its gate at Chicago's O'Hare International Airport on May 5th, one passenger apparently couldn't wait to deplane, WLSTV reported, so he opened the emergency exit and walked onto the wing, then slid down the wing and onto the runway. The ground crew stopped the man and he was turned over to law enforcement officers. Well, first, obviously, there was a man on this, so, you know. Uh, second, what, what law did he break? Turned over to law enforcement. What did he do? Seeing double and more. The Mansfield Independent School District in Texas will celebrate an unusual graduation this year. Fitting 35 pairs of twins in its senior class along with one set of triplets. Anthony and Angela Morka are among the twins who will graduate at the end of May, CBS News reported. Quote, Knowing that it's almost over is exciting, but it's also kind of sad, Angela said. Uh, it will uh, definitely be a change because we're not going to be together like we've always been, Anthony said. The district held a special event for the multiples on April 29th at Vernon Newsom Stadium. 
the noose, they call that in Texas. The noose. Bright ideas. Five students at Ponte Verde High School in Ponte Verde Beach, Florida. Well, that's a dumb name for a school. Have been accused in a senior prank in which a portable sandbar shark prohibited from recreational and commercial harvest in Florida state waters, according to the Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission. That was all in parentheses. It's just like we're reading a review again was hoisted over a staircase at the school on May 5th. News for Jacks reported. This is news for the guy from Mortal Kombat. I was going to first period and there was this massive shark hanging from the ceiling and it smelled really bad, said Cooper Gottfried, a sophomore at the school. The shark is the school's mascot. The responsible parties may face charges of trespassing, wildlife violations, and criminal mischief. Good. Feed them to the sharks. Serious. Hate all of you today. An unnamed man in Detroit was arrested in late April for illegally possessing guns, but the federal agents who arrived at his home with a search warrant were more interested in how he made a living. He sold marijuana from a vending machine attached to his house, clearing $2,000 a day, he told them. The AP reported that agents with the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives... That's right, it's no longer the ATF. It's the ATFE now. Uh, uh, made purchases from the machine to collect evidence before the bust. The man was released on bond. There's a guy out there. It's Robert Stack from the Beavis and Butthead movie. and He's got on his, his ATF jacket. And he's trying to put the dollar in, but it keeps kicking it back out. So he's like trying to fold it. Story of Excuse Me, a Pineless County, we've read about this place before, Sheriff's Deputy Todd Bryan uh, drove away from St. Pete Beach to check on a 911 hang-up call on May 4th. He inadvertently drove over Robin Defenderfer. Defenderfer, okay. 23-year-old woman sunbathing on her back in the sand. ClickOrlando.com reported. He struck her right side and mid to upper back area. She was hospitalized with non-life-threatening injuries and an investigation is ongoing. That's a story? That's a news of the weird story? It's Florida. Stuff happens every day. Recent alarming headline during 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 a funeral in Lambake Lambake, Peru. There we go. Uh, we're going with that. On April 26, pallbearers were stunned to hear knocking coming from within the coffin of Rosa Isabella Isabella, excuse me, Cepeda's Calaca as they carried it. Uh, Metro News is reporting this. They lowered the box to the ground and opened the lid to find that she was weak but alive following a serious car accident. Cemetery caretaker Juan Segundo Cayo said the clock opened her eyes and was sweating. She was rushed to a hospital where she was shown to have faint signs of life, but sadly expired a few hours later. Her family members suspect she may have been in a coma following the accident rather than deceased. Police are now investigating the incident. Well, it's both tragic, but also there's a hole. Already got the casket. Florida OG. Even the retirees are getting crazy in the Sunshine State. Oh, are they? You don't say. Did you guys know there is a law against um, debt collectors calling you in Florida? I don't know if it's still a law, but at one time there was a law. Because I know somebody who did that. And, like, they'd have to call people, like, you know, my name is, uh, 
uh, Mike Petty, and I'm calling with uh, blah, 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 and we're here to talk about your debt. This is a call from a debt collector, blah, 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 and the people on the phone are like, I live in Florida now, you can't touch me, ha, 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 and then they hang up. Because that's the thing. So, retirees and, uh, you know, people, people run, that's why Trump lives there. Um, anyway, on April 24th, as Herbert Merritt, 64, walked his dog near the Kings Point Golf Course in Delray Beach, Robert Levine, 74, drove up in his golf cart and confronted him about walking too close to the course. Next, the victim said, which one's the victim? Levine, oh, must be Herbert, pulled out a handgun and started shooting as Merritt ran away. Oh, he was standing his ground, standing his golf cart. CBS 12 TV reported that Merritt was shot in the ankle, causing him to fall, but Levine couldn't leave it there. He kicked Merritt in the head, then retrieved a golf club from his cart and hit him with it several times. Levine is being held on attempted first-degree murder charges, along with aggravated battery and discharging a firearm in public. What happened to stand your ground? Victim must have been white. Welcome home. After a trip to Sacramento, Gary and Patty Rettmeyer, Reitmeyer? We'll go with Reitmeyer. I like that one more. Uh, returned to their home in Redding, California on April 22nd to a most unwelcome surprise. Hundreds of swallows that had apparently entered their home through the chimney, KRCR-TV reported. A neighbor had noticed a few birds earlier when he stopped by to feed the cat, but the numbers had increased dramatically by the time the couple got home. We opened the door and it's like an Alfred Hitchcock movie, Gary said. It was crazy. We were ducking and dodging. They called a restoration company to help clean the house as it was uninhabitable. All the furniture's gone. All the carpet's gone. The blinds are gone, Gary said. Sadly, their homeowner's insurance won't cover the damage from the bizarre incident. No, there's no bird infestation clause. Don't make me dance. Police who arrested Amy Ann Harrington, 38, after she rear-ended a car on April 28th in Madera Beach, Florida. Ah, we've been in Florida all day. Uh, suspected she was driving under the influence, so they attempted to, to, to do a field sobriety test with her, the smoking gun reported. They asked her to do a one-leg stand and walk and turn. But instead, Harrington broke into multiple ballet and Irish folk dance moves, according to the arrest report. Harrington also refused to take a breath test, and she was charged with DUI and booked into the county jail. And finally, Creme de la Weird, Harry Matadine, 34, from Hampshire, England, has a wellness tip to share with the world. He drinks his own urine, and what's more, he rubs it on his face. Metro News reported that Matadine claims his habit began in 2016, keep, and it keeps him looking young, and has cured his depression. I felt a new sense of peace, calm, and determination, he said of his 200 milliliter per day dose. The skin therapy keeps his face, quote, young, soft, and glowing. Must be all that acid. Matadine calls urine an acquired taste, but says that fresh urine is never as bad as you imagine. It's neutral, neutral smelling and not a bad taste unless you are really toxic. His family doesn't approve, and his sister has ceased talking to him, says Metro News. Yeah, I can't... I can't really buy that. I think old, I think old, I think old Harry's just a little a little weird. I think he's just a, just a little weird, which is why he's in the news of the weird. 
Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for this week's edition of Electric Leftovers. Thanks very much uh, for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, if you would like to, uh, you can support the show by visiting buymeacoffee.com slash electricleft. And uh, you can check out uh, Jason's Groove Machine on YouTube and um, Instagram. On YouTube, you can find uh, videos <laughs> videos of like uh, what, a, what a day of my life at the cemetery is like. And, uh, stuff like that. And um, on Instagram, I don't really post a lot. I probably should. I'll be out of Twitter jail maybe by the time you hear this. We'll see how long I can stay out. I'll bet not long, because Joe Manchin still exists. <sighs> Hopefully. Someday soon. Five across his eyes. Thank you.